0: And fucked up the game. It's not cool, man. Down yeah. the robocalls. Hey, how you doing today, man? I'm good, man. Your Shirt look very pressed. And hey, underneath. you
1: know, gotta be gotta be fly every now and then.
0: <laughs> you fired somebody today?
1: Nah. Clean out somebody's desk? <laughs> nah, I ain't, I ain't do that. I ain't do that. You know,
0: been nice. That's good, man. Yeah, man. So we here again. You know, Super Duty, tough work. By the time you guys hear this, uh, shit, it will be. Well, I got a show Saturday in Denver, but it'll be over by the time it's coming out. Yeah, it'll be over by the time it's come out. Yeah, I was a little late on the promo. (laughs) 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 Right,
1: right, right. Right.
0: But yeah, you know, uh, anyway, we in a lab. I think I got some Austin shit coming up, too. Word. Uh, I just kind of got about to get locked in. So we'll see. Uh, Austin in November. Nice. I got an EP coming out word you do I what's do. the date the date we is we don't be promoing nah, shit on man, here.
1: we suck i was th- <laughs> and i always think about it like after we're done recording yeah. like fuck i didn't mention that
0: yo yeah I, um, what's the date september 20th <laughs> september 20th dj criminal yeah. analogics ep yeah what's the name of it um, a change in mantra a change in mantra yes yeah uh, you can get it from djcriminal.com yes sir you can pre-order right now right and i did two music videos for yeah, it yeah and they are fire yeah
1: flames all flame emojis uh,
0: if you follow me on uh the gram uh-huh. And you saw a snippet of one of the videos that I, I did that I just shot. Oh, well, we shot a Sunday, yes. really. Yeah. And uh, just done. Yeah, flames, man. It will be your way soon. So the record comes out in like less than two weeks, right? Yeah, two weeks. No, the 20th. The Today 20th. is the 13th. Yeah,
1: so seven, seven days. days. Seven so this days. time next
0: week, yeah. when you guys are hearing this, yeah. go to DJCriminal.com. Uh in pre order, download, band camp, the whole shit.
1: Yep, it's this all cool there shit.
0: Uh support a uh, logic, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause we don't be promoing our shit on here. Yeah, we suck. We forgetting. Yeah, all bars though. All y- bars. Yeah. So uh you know the record's dope. Check it out. And uh shit. Yeah, wire That's it, man. Yeah. Peace. <laughs> Thanks, for, thanks yeah. for coming out. God yeah. bless you. Good night. get our Russell Simmons on. <laughs> So uh, this week we got a we got a a, a fan submitted suggestion, and that's when I I feel like I didn't completely write down his name, mm. which sucks. But this was um, basically uh, uh, one of our listeners wanted us to talk about. God damn, fucking fuck. Nats, oh, you missed it
1: oh maybe you got it. i didn't get it nah.
0: okay so this week we got a, a a user or a fan suggested topic and a topic they want us to talk about live shows and how people get screwed over mm-hmm. uh really how performers get screwed over financially and live shows and we know we got a lot of people who do live events live shows throw shows you perform and some of you are fine mm-hmm. but some of you might need this yeah because today we're going to get into just like little things that people do to you and things that you also do to yourself
1: yeah everybody gonna need this at some point yes in their
0: career. It's, yeah you're right this will yeah. be for future
1: reference <laughs> Yeah, everyone forever yeah
0: you know and uh so we're gonna get into that thing whether it's someone else doing something to compromise your money or you doing something to yourself to compromise your money we're gonna talk about that today yeah and uh, we will take a break and we'll be right back right.
2: Now, listening to Super Duty Tough Work with your host, Blueprint Raw and Uncut Adult Conversations No shucking, no jiving, and no bullshit. Cool okay,
0: we're back. Super Duty Tough Work. This week, we're talking about how performers get screwed over. For all you people playing shows out there, we got 10. Joints hmm hot fire bullet points ready for that ass yep, Loading in the chamber uh, Number one way performers get screwed over and this is a controversial one, but it shouldn't be mm-hmm. pay-to-play <laughs> pay-to-play for those who don't know is when a, a promoter books an act typically a big act and then they basically solicit artists from their scene Uh, To open up. Mm -hmm. But the condition of opening up is that the artist has to pay for a slot. So the bigger the artist is, the more you have to pay to open for them. And you get tickets to sell. May if Sometimes they don't even do that, yeah, do they? No, nah, nah. Like, I feel like they don't even do... Tickets makes more sense. Mm-hmm. I remember me and Brew talked about that. Tickets make sense because at least you can... Make some money. Yeah, you can make your money back. Mm-hmm. But without the tickets, it's like, they're just charging people. So you'll see guys like... I've heard of guys like if a, if a large act comes to town, people are playing... 500 mm-hmm. to a thousand bucks for like 15 minutes 15 minute set yeah that's it yeah you know it's not even like you get to go on necessarily before them mm-hmm. so you're paying 500 dollars for a 15 minute set and um it's becoming very common now
1: mm-hmm.
0: um and we
1: are Adamantly against pay to play. Yeah, it was just really like starting to gain a lot of traction when we was, Coming you know, up. in our heyday. Yeah. you know, what I mean? we're like, what
0: is it? Nah, we putting on our own joints. Yeah, you know what I mean? we doing. Nah, we <laughs> why good. Why
2: would we do that?
0: We good. No, fam. Yeah, yeah. So like now you have a lot of artists. The worst thing about pay to play is that, like you're saying, because it's been going on for a while, you now have a segment of the artist population who don't know no better. <laughs> right. They think that the way you get the good opening gigs, or you get in front of people, period, is to pay some guy to give you a five, ten-minute slot. You pay five hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars, and their rationale is, okay, well, I'm paying five hundred or a thousand bucks for this, and they're gonna put me in front of you know five hundred people, a thousand right. people. That's a good investment. Mm-hmm. It's an investment. It's promo and uh. I don't agree with that. I disagree highly. And let me tell you why pay to play really, why it falls apart. One reason is because, okay, let's say you pay to get in front of a bunch of people, like that, like somebody else's crowd. Most artists don't have a stage show that is designed to capitalize on making new fans. True. So like to get in front of a new audience mm-hmm. that doesn't know shit about you, mm-hmm. didn't come to see you and can't wait till you get off stage in just 15 minutes, you have to have a top tier stage show. Yeah, shit got to be tight. Ooh. Hot 15. Ooh. And you got to be moving in flames. Yeah. You got to be hitting on everything. A lot of people's stage show is not that. No, it's just rapping. It's just rapping, Just rapping over their vocals. Sometimes Mm -hmm. very little engagement with the crowd. No routines. Yeah. They they did nothing to set themselves apart from the other artists, whether it's how they look, how they talk, their personality, Mm -hmm. and they are not able to win over new people. And so they shouldn't even be thinking about paying the plane, right? Because you don't even have a stage show to win, you know, that, that's one reason why I hate it too like you're in the hole a thousand bucks before you get on stage right at someone else's show right and god forbid you know people actually come out you know that you talk to uh, you could have made that yourself right? like you could have seriously got a venue for 200 bucks a little bar or something yeah $50 for the door man, mm-hmm. $100 for the sound man yep. rest in your pocket right you bring out a hundred people at ten dollars a piece. Mm-hmm. You got the money that you would have paid to get in front of somebody else's fans. Yeah, it's like some grass is greener shit. Like, yeah, Raekwon's fans is more valuable than mine. Right? You know, or or J Cole's fans are more valuable than mine. It's like, no man, build your shit up so you don't have to pay
1: to play. Yeah, it's not. It's not smart. No, it's not a smart way to do business. Cause you put it like you said, you put yourself in a hole from jump. And if you, and if you, if you're paying to play, most likely you don't really understand your own fan base. Come on, man. So you could be in front of the wrong fan base. Thank you. That's not gonna fucking pay pay to buy a CD from you in the first place. So you just gonna be in the hole. Say it again. You know, it never works out. it, no. it don't work out that way. You got to learn your own fan base to even. Make it even a viable, yes. you know, investment because I think I think the thing is, if someone has a following already, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying and you already bubbling and you know, your crowd, you know, your audience and you get in, in front of people that would vibe with your music and you got, you know, you got mm. a good crowd anyway and you got money coming in anyway and you drop 500 on the, on an opening slot. Right. If it makes sense, it makes sense. Not saying that nobody should ever do it. I don't think it's a good idea personally. Yeah. But if you understand what you're doing if it's a strategic move mm-hmm. then make that move if if you know say this cat's label is talking to you yes you know what i'm saying or something and it's like yo i want to get on this show because i'm trying to get on with the same label yeah then it makes sense if you don't if you are
0: strategic with it but most cats just want yeah. to rap they
1: just want to rap
0: they do that's it and like you're saying the real thing like you pointed out like no consideration for whether their style actually fits that person's fan base. Yep. That's where I see the biggest mismatch. It's like, wait a minute, you're setting yourself up to fail because you, your ego won't allow you to see that your music don't even sound like theirs. Yeah, hey, you you do trap music, you're trying to open for Lupe. You know what I mean? <laughs> paying $1,000. Yeah, paying the G. Just give me that money. Right. I'll do something cool with it. Right, right. It. And I think, you know, when you're an independent artist, $1,000 is a lot of money. Oh, yeah. 500 is a lot of money, mm-hmm. man. You could press up an album for that. Yeah. You know, it's not like you can get, uh, you know, 50 fucking T-shirts. Mm-hmm. Fucking 100 CDs. Yeah. Like, you could put that money into things that make you money. Mm-hmm and i don't think that that's a wise investment for pay to play man and, and you know something else you know you, when you're talking you kind of made me think about is it. like the whole curation aspect of it right so when you have people on these pay to play shows you don't know who else is going to be on that show right motherfuckers could absolutely suck right let's say you pay to play and you're playing three slots after doors and three slots before the headliner mhm now, there's going to be people there when you play. Mm-hmm. But what if the first three acts are god awful? Right. And what if the last three are even worse than the first three? You get lost in the sauce. <laughs> <laughs> you get lost in the sauce
1: unless you got a stage show that makes you shine. Yeah. That's the only difference. That's the only thing that can possibly set you apart. Like a
0: tour ready stage show. Right, right. Like if you have not toured mm-hmm. and you don't got a real show, you should not be playing that game, man, because right. you're going to fucking lose. Yeah. So, All that's yeah, that's number one. Pay to play artists get screwed over number two not throwing their own shows they scared <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is man
1: like it's it I mean when we were on tour yeah we the most nerve-wracking time is yeah. the time between sound check and doors yes yes and if you got your own money put up yes Even you will so. pull your fucking hair out <laughs> during that time right. right because when doors open and there's no line mm-hmm. Three people trickle Ooh, in. Man, that's looking bad tonight. You know what I'm saying? Like, do that's, you still fuck with me? Yeah, that shit. That shit mm. is fucking that. But you know, you gotta take that risk. You gotta believe in yourself. If you know, if you yeah. don't do it, nobody else will.
0: Yeah. And and the reason we stress throwing your own events is because throwing your own events shows you uh, firsthand how the economics of a show works. Oh hell yeah! You know, for most people, when they the only reason people pay to play is because they truly don't understand the economics of it right if they knew that the economics would be so heavily in their favor simply by you know putting their own money up they wouldn't pay to play right motherfuckers are paying to play because they seriously don't know where the money comes from exactly they think it's their job to pay for the headliner <laughs> right like no there's people coming in the door the money you're paying the play is going in the promoter's pocket yep. The so they can recoup. Yeah, yeah. They don't even see, the, the, the act. Don't even see that. Yeah. You know, and so when you throw your own shows, you get to see, oh, this is how much flyers costs. This is how much fucking, uh, you know, posters cost. Mm-hmm. This is what it takes to put these joints up all around the city. And it's OK. I started the Facebook event myself. You get you get a firsthand account of the effort that goes into a show. Right. But then the benefit of that is because you put so much more in, you get way more out. Exactly. So you risk the money. But now you get to make money that no one else makes. Mm -hmm. A lot of artists don't make the money for performing because they don't put their own money up. Right. They don't throw their own motherfucking shows. And as a result, their business is terrible. Exactly. Always playing catch up. Exactly. And so uh, that's number two. Mm -hmm. Okay. Number three. Fuck. All right. (laughs) Yeah, that'll be. A, we'll try to edit that out as smoothly as possible. <laughs> OK, cool. <laughs> OK, yeah, we're back. We're back. Mm-hmm. Uh, OK, number three, three playing for exposure. All right, Quote, unquote. Yeah. Yeah. The thing about this is like this is one of the oldest, you know, tricks in the promoter bag mm-hmm. where, you know, they you know, they got people out. You know that it's going to be a crowd there. And it, when you approach them to play, they're like, I ain't got nothing for you, man. But you can play if you want to. Uh, right. People there. Right. It'll be a good. some pretty good exposure. Be a good look. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's, That's good look. It's a good look for you, man. Yeah. yeah, man. You know, I mean, shit. I mean, and then from there, I mean, you want to be in front of people. And I think the reason people go for the whole exposure thing is because they have not figured out what they can do on their own. Mm hmm. A lot of times, just because you can play in front of a room, I can say this from going out and opening for bigger acts that just because you open for an act doesn't mean that you're going to convert those people into fans. Right. Um, But there seems to be this thing where people think, oh, it was 200 people there. I'm going to make 50 or 100 fans. Right. It doesn't necessarily work like that, man. Like you got to be you're you're very lucky to pick up anybody. But promoters will sell you on this, like, oh man, it's just for exposure. And the worst part is because you don't know your draw. Mm-hmm. You don't know what you're capable of. You keep going for it. Right. The only way you find out your worth is to actually do something outside of their system. Yeah. To do something by yourself. You, you play a room. You do this small room by yourself. You figure out how many people come out. Okay. Last time I played 50 people came out and paid 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. That means I'm worth 500 bucks. Mm-hmm. Like.
1: Right. Right. That's it. Yeah. And the exposure thing, it really doesn't work unless you're, Going to that same market multiple times. Yeah. So if you're touring regularly, then people are used to seeing you, then you pick up fans. You yeah. It don't never work. No matter how dope you are, it usually doesn't work the same night. No. You know what I'm saying? Somebody may buy a CD, may not, but they may never come see you again if the yeah. shit ain't fire. So. You know, it's something that you have to work towards. But like, plan for exposure is
0: not necessarily worth it yeah. from a jump. Yeah, and, and I also feel like a lot of artists do it without, like you're saying, they're not strategic about it. Right. Like, they're, they're, and I don't want to give the impression that there's nothing wrong with playing a free show. Yeah, there's nothing wrong we with that. We play free shows for our friends, mm-hmm. family, everything, you know, like, but we played, we did a Greenhouse at uh, Mershon's, mm-hmm. your cousin's, uh, yeah, a a birthday party. Birthday party uh-huh. We do this shit all the time. It's not like some shit We're like, absolutely not, I gotta right. get paid. I think that when you're putting out a project you have to be strategic you should have it planned out ahead of time mm-hmm. and your free things have to be set up in a manner to where they don't compromise your paid opportunities exactly and what I see a lot of times is people play for the exposure so much that they start to eliminate all the paid options yeah they don't even look for them no. they,
1: they stop looking for
0: them let me just get on stage yeah they, I just want to get on stage ah, and rap let me just get in front of some people man mm-hmm. can I get on and the, the thing about the thing well, i mean i guess we'll get to the next one on about playing for exposures that it leads to number 4 yeah which is playing too often in the same place uh, playing too often is bad for a lot of things and what what a lot of pe- artists don't think about is like the life cycle of a new artist mm-hmm. right when you first start coming up in your local scene and you start drawing everybody's noticing right Everybody's saying, oh, who's that? The venues are noticing. Mm-hmm. Your fans and fans are like, oh, that guy is fucking dope. So let me like uh, get him on a show. Mm-hmm. So now all of a sudden you got all these new requests to come uh, fucking rap. And what do you do? You say yes to every goddamn one of them. All the time. Because you're <laughs> <'cause> you hungry. <laughs> you hungry. You know what I'm saying? You
1: got to be smart yeah. when you're hungry. But being hungry sometimes is to a lot of new artists' detriment.
0: Yeah, because like that hunger makes you say yes, yes, yes. Next thing you know, you're playing four to five shows a month. hmm and the people who are allowing you to play too often they they want you to do that they're mm-hmm. going to let you destroy your draw and yeah, burn yourself burn out. burn yourself out wear yourself out make the fans get tired of you you think they're going to tell you to not take a show right they need you to sell some tickets mm-hmm. so they're going to they're incentivized to put you on as much stuff as possible as long as you draw and with the same thing that happens at every act they do that for a year or and then a year later, their draw is awful. Mm-hmm. That first year when they came out, all their friends came to every show. They had some fans who were excited. A year later, i playing. They know that they can see you any fucking time. Yeah.
1: it's, so, not, it's not a it's not a, um, a novel. It, you're, you become a novelty act.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's like this. And this is one that you cannot blame this completely on the promoters. No, nah. because as a promoter. You got to know what they want. Mm -hmm. Their goal is to put as many bodies in the room. Your goal is to protect your draw and make money. And sometimes these two objectives are in conflict.
1: (laughs) Very much so. (laughs) Sometimes you
0: got to say no. Yeah, you got to say no, man. And if you continue to say yes, you're going to eventually find that your numbers are going to start to suffer. And you'll end up having to take a year off, mm-hmm. two years off, mm-hmm. anyway, to build your draw back up. So why not just be very selective from jump and mm-hmm. not play very often? And the thing too, it's mo- it's financial. Mm-hmm. You know, I play in Columbus once a year, mm-hmm. no more than if that. that. If that, I didn't play this year at all in Columbus. Last year, I played. Once, no, well, I guess once album release party, and then the two by two festival, yep. so two. That was a lot for me recently. Mm-hmm. I tried to do one a year and I found that when I do my one joint a year. Oh, yeah. They come out. They come out. Mm-hmm. But when I start getting to three and four and people, oh, man, I just seen him. I can see him anytime. It doesn't it doesn't hit as hard. And not only that, my money started to get money. Mm hmm you know like make less money people offer me less money because now it's not so special to get me on the bill Mm and so you know you gotta guard your fucking draw and and think about the money because if if you start playing too much you're gonna get screwed up straight up all right we'll take a break and uh we'll be right back if you've been listening to the podcast recently then you know i've been working on a brand new book that i hope to have out in the next couple of months but in the meantime, I'm here to let you guys know that all three of my first books are back in stock at weightless.net. That means Adventures in Counterculture book, back in stock. Word is blog, back in stock. And my most recent book, What a Night, a book about the worst shows of my career is back in stock. All back in stock and you can get all three of those for just $25 on weightless.net. Once again, all three of my books are available for just $25 on weightless.net.
2: Back to the show.
0: All right, we're back. We're back. Super Duty Tough Work. Live and direct. This is one for all the performers out there. No matter what you perform, what your, your instrument of choice is, what your craft is, all these rules apply. And this is how you screw yourself over and how people screw you over. We got four down. We got... Number five coming up. Number five way that performers get screwed over is they open too much. Right. What I've seen of people who open too much, and I, look, I've opened in my career, so I'm not knocking opening for other people. Opening can be good. It can be good, right? Mm-hmm. When it's a good fit and there's some people whose music aligns with yours, mm-hmm. you can be in front of some great people. I mean, I've taken people on the road with me who have made who convert a lot of my fans into their fans, Mm -hmm. you know, so I know it's a good opportunity. The problem is when you open too much, psychologically, people start to see you as just an opening act. Support. (laughs) Man standing next to the man standing next to the man. Right. Like, you're never that dude to them Mm -hmm. because they're used to just tolerating you. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, he's always opening for everybody. He's right. He's right. I mean, he's from here. Mm -hmm. We support him, but, We can see him. He opens every week. Right. Like the way that fans talk about people who open too much. I wish they knew Mm -hmm. because it's not very complimentary. No, it's not, you know, and guys sit there and they're just like, oh man, I'm just going to keep taking these gigs and you take them and you take them. And then, you know, you go years and years without playing your own show. Mm -hmm. Eventually people, they don't see you as that guy.
1: And it sucks because a lot of cats get comfortable because there's no pressure to open for somebody else. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? Like Mm-mm. when you don't have to draw necessarily, you know, to get the bodies in the room. Yeah. The pressure's all on the headliner. Come on. So you just get in front of a crowd. And what does that really do for you?
0: Right. In the long run. Right. Nothing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If you got no pressure, then you're just like, well, you're not promoting. Right. And you know, what's what's, you know, what's sad about this whole situation of when you opening too much, it only happens once you know, you're seen really well. Right like you got to be successful just enough to become that guy who gets the opening. Right. It. Right. So the key is to get, be successful enough to where you get offered mm-hmm. but don't take them all. Don't take them all. Know when to turn them down. Yeah. Be strategic. Yeah. When, here in Columbus when cats ask me like print you know w- would you be interested in open for somebody if we have come through. I'm always like yo. We gotta be a legend right <laughs>
1: you gotta be somebody that's, that's that, I, that i that i want to meet that's it because yeah. it ain't good those cats ain't coming through every week yeah when we like when we open for raquel yep and then we did, a, Ray then we
0: did Ray back-to-backs yeah <laughs> so we, that's how it wasn't was like what are you guys looking for? we're looking for that mm-hmm. like if it's not that nah mm-hmm. and we drew on all those shows right. like it wasn't like our fans came out and paid 15 20 bucks right which is also a challenge for opening too much like putting yourself on bills that your fans can't even afford to pay. Right. You know, when you start looking at the average ticket price for a a medium to large size headliner, it's at least 20 bucks. Yeah. Easy. easy. Like if you haven't had a show where people pay five bucks to see you, (laughs) come on, that's a big ask. Yeah. You know, (laughs) so, you know, you gotta be careful, man. But, but, strive to get to the point to where people offer you all the opening gigs mm-hmm. and to just be very selective. Like, yeah. yeah, that sounds dope, but I'm a pass because yeah. that ain't exactly my shit. Right. But that shit, we, we on the same, I'm fucking with them. <laughs> Put me on that. that. Yep. Yes, I'll do it. Yep. You know, because the thing too opening is very similar to the playing too much problem that the more you do it the less you get paid exactly um obviously openers are not as important to as the headliners so you don't got a lot of leverage anyway mm-hmm. i found that the best way to to be an opener is to have a strong history of headlining right cuz once you got a history of headlining like okay we know that this guy is good for whatever even if you say okay every time he plays he gets 50 people mm-hmm. then they know that when you play with them you're going to be able to get 25 50 people, if, right. especially if that act is aligned with your fan base. Right. Then, then you probably get more yeah,
1: than usual because everybody wants to see the headliner. Anyway, yeah. yeah. They're like,
0: oh, the headliner? Am I dude playing? Yeah. Let's go. Um, but if you can't find that alignment, then. Nah, it's iffy. Mm, and your money not going to be right. So, you know, opening too much. It sounds great. It looks good on Instagram. Oh, yeah. People will be on your dick like, Mm -hmm. yo, you open for such and such. No one, they didn't buy no merch, Mm -hmm. no Mm t-shirt. They probably was at the bar when you was rapping. Right. Didn't pay you no mind. But hey, man, you open for so-and-so, so so you made it. It's like, yo, man, same thing that we said about the pay to play. Have a stage show that can capitalize on Mm -hmm. it. If not, I'm not completely sure that it's worth it. It's not. You know, work on your stage show. Yeah. That's number five. Mm -hmm. Number six. This is something that got ran on me almost ran on me really yeah but it was in a different sense so mm-hmm. okay number six is having to apply mm. so peep it so i remember i did remember i did that uh speaking thing at that yeah. creative control festival i did that a couple years back and um put the thing on youtube right after it came out so i started getting a good amount of views and people like oh shit we didn't know blueprint could actually mm-hmm. do right, an hour-long right. lecture you know right. what i'm saying and um I started getting some emails. So, hey, we want. So I got an email from somebody said, hey man, we got this this uh, thing going on. Um, well, really, they reached out to a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. And we're like, hey, can you reach out to Blueprint and see if he'd be interested in doing, you know, in, in, uh, speaking at our event? And, mm-hmm. send me. and I was like, yo, just tell them to hit me up and uh, we'll talk about it. I was like, I, I'm interested in hearing them out. Yeah, tell them to reach out to me directly. They reach out to me directly. They're Like, yeah, you know, we got this thing going on. We want you to be one of the featured speakers. Whoop-de-woop whoopty whoop, blah, blah blah blah. And they're like, yeah, um, but yeah, you're gonna, you gotta go to our website and apply. What, yeah. So why are you reaching out to me if you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, I'm like, hold on, man. What was that, an application fee? <sighs> I don't, I didn't, oh, I didn't, you didn't even go. go. Uh, but here's what I think I think that, but here's the truth. Do you think that anybody that books, get booked for Coachella has to, pl- has to apply? Hell no. you think that anybody gets booked for, I don't know, like any large festival mm-hmm. has to go to a website and, nah. and fill out an application? No. Nah. No, the artists that they are willing to pay, they are going to make an offer. Mm-hmm. The artists that they're not and the artists that they want to try to avoid pay, uh, that they want to have leverage over, they're going to send to the website. Right. So now they, so now they've switched the dynamic to go from I'm approaching you mm-hmm. to you're now approaching me. Right. 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 You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That shit is real slick. Yeah. Because I was like, hold on, did he just run on okie doke on me? Apply for what? Yeah. Well, I, I, <laughs> thought you wanted, I thought you were trying to book me. Right. Like the next step should be you making an offer. Exactly. Here's, I mean, if I have this in the budget, if I don't have anything in the budget, mm. it should be you making an offer. It's not me going, acting like some stranger on the street, like I stumbled upon your website. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about you and your people outside of you approach me. From seeing what I did, mm-hmm. but now they changed the power dynamic to where I'm looking. I'm, am I thirsty? Right. How did this happen? You're searching them out. Yeah, I'm searching them out. I'm like, no man, that's not how this is gonna go. Yeah, and, and I know how it is just from our touring history. Mm-hmm. We don't be applying and play at clubs. No, no, we send them the information. If they want the date, they take the date. Right. If they don't, we move on. Yeah, to someone who does. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, and I, I've seen people do that now, where it's like. Some artists, yeah, you got to fill out the uh, the thing because no one is asking you to play. Exactly. <laughs> You're right. Exactly. You're like, oh, man, I need to play on this thing and no one's asking me to play. Let me just shoot my shot. Mm-hmm. Do that. But be very wary of people who approach you, mm-hmm. but then tell you to apply to their shit. Right. That's not how shit goes. Nah, that don't even sound right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that Don't even sound right. You know That don't even sound I, I don't understand how, Why somebody would even be like Alright cool You know like That don't even It don't even make sense Yeah it doesn't It, it doesn't. don't make sense I was confused Yeah I was like Hold on bro <laughs> Like what What just happened here Like What I, Am I Am I Am I Am I gonna work What like, Yeah Is this a Is this a full
0: time job Like yeah. what, exactly, what are you doing I'm applying to perform After you Explicitly emailed me And asked me to perform mm-hmm. This makes no sense Right Like, no, man, if you are asking me to play, uh, to speak, whatever the fuck, then just make the offer. Yeah, if you want it, you want it. If you you don't, you don't. don't. If you don't, then I'm cool. I don't need to do it. Right. You know, I'm not thirsty like that. But, you know, I think that's some new shit that cats are hitting, getting hit in the head with. Yeah, that's whack. I ain't never heard of that one. (laughs) Yeah, it happens, man. And, you know, sometimes you are like, look, man, I'm not applying to anything. Right. Either y'all want it or y'all don't. Yeah. And if y'all don't, that's cool. It's no disrespect. but. If you approach me, then you need to approach me fully with the same respect. Don't try to change it and make me chase you now Mm -hmm. uh, for an opportunity that you presented to me. Okay, that's number six. Mm -hmm. Okay, number seven. Mm. This is a controversial one. Yeah. People ain't going to like me saying this. Mm. Number seven way performers get screwed over is fundraisers. Yeah, man. Look. I've had so many talks with other artist managers and people about fundraisers and how, we were having this conversation, me and Ava were talking about like how, um, shout out to Ava Kolsar, you know, it has been on the show before, about like people approaching bands, and they've done the same thing with me, to play fundraisers where everybody's getting paid, Mm -hmm. but the performers. Right. So the people who work for that organization, yeah. They getting paid to be there. Mm-hmm. Sound man, mm-hmm. he getting paid to be there. Mm-hmm. Catering, they getting paid to be yep. there. You know what I'm saying? Uh door he getting paid. Security, right. he getting paid. The people who made the flyer and all everybody's getting paid with you. Right. Is that right?
1: They get them all the time though, <laughs> man. Like, I mean, and, and it's crazy because it's it's not something to completely avoid necessarily. Right. It all depends on what the cause is and if you're down with the cause and all yeah. that stuff. Okay, whatever. But sometimes cash just be, they just be trying to pull the okie doke yeah. you know, and, and it's really fucked up. It's
0: disrespectful. Yeah. Like, I remember one time I was really sitting there thinking like, wait a minute, you getting paid by the hour mm-hmm. and you trying to convince me to do this shit for free. Right. For a good cause. For a good cause. Like, you work for them. You Mm -hmm. don't volunteer for them. Right.
1: Like, isn't that really fucked up? That'd be a completely different scenario. Yeah. If everybody was volunteering their time. I'm with it. That's a whole different conversation.
0: Yeah. I feel like that. uh, What I found is when it comes to fundraisers, and a lot of people are not going to like me saying this, but when it comes to fundraisers, the musical acts are always the only people expected to sacrifice. Yeah. They always want the band to play for free. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, I'm doing this fundraiser for whatever. I need you to play for free. Mm-hmm. But everyone else, you can't get the venue for free. Right. I bet you they the drinks in there ain't free. Right. You know what I'm saying? Parking ain't free. Why am I the only person expected to do it for free? Yeah. We talk all about like artists struggling and and getting jerked and a lot. This is one where like sometimes people don't have your best interest in mind even though they have a good idea exactly there's nothing wrong with the benefit i think it's awesome when people come together to do something for a bigger cause right but i don't see that situation being equitable most of the time for the performers yeah it it usually isn't yeah
1: it's it's usually them putting in the work yeah to raise money for someone else yeah and that's not always a good
0: good look no i'm like okay what about us is, is there some assumption that we don't we don't care about money mm-hmm. or we or or we're rich or something. Right. What's the assumption that makes people comfortable doing that? Because it's a good cause. But why ain't it good enough for them to fucking <laughs> volunteer? For? I mean, I, hey,
1: I completely agree. But <laughs> why motherf- ain't the sound man motherfuckers be on this You're like this shit motherfuckers be on this like uh, he's a positive artist. Yeah. You know like yeah. he's 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 one of us. Right. You know what I mean like he'll he'll do something for you know breast cancer awareness whatever yeah. you know cancer whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying like he's woke. Yeah. You know he'll like he'll it. he'll do it. <laughs> Cuz it's a good cause. <laughs> you know what I'm saying like sometimes to our detriment the fact that we don't you know talk about the bullshit yeah. and do the bullshit. Like people think that they can take advantage of that aspect. And it is completely and utterly disrespectful to us as artists, especially artists on our level that are the independent artists that are funding their own shit. That are right. you know this is their livelihood, but you know we need to make money in order to continue to do what we do. We ain't got the time to practice for you know a month straight right. to get a set right for your benefit. You know what I'm saying, and, st- and not come away with nothing. Nothing. That's not cool.
0: And furthermore, to add on to that, and we know how it is you play uh, a benefit for someone else let's say I haven't played a show in a year in Columbus mm-hmm. if I play a benefit next people don't care if it's a, people are going to come out to see me exactly and that money that they paid to see me mm-hmm. is not going to go to me it's going to go to that cause right mm-hmm. but what happens next time I try to play a show a month later exactly they done already saw me mm-hmm. they just saw me play two weeks ago why the hell would they come see me again yeah I've hurt my own draw for a situation where I was so I've lost twice now. Right, you know what I'm saying? So it's like damn, I can't get my fuckers to come back because that shit was successful, mm-hmm. and now everyone else is still getting paid with me. Yeah, it's not cool. Like I've always had to gripe with that. I didn't like that. It wasn't that I didn't like benefits. but I was like, yo, I, this is a very unpopular opinion about this shit that I have. Mm-hmm. But I want to write. Artists don't ever speak on it. I think they're afraid because if you turn it down, you look like a, a greedy asshole. Yeah. They're afraid of the backlash. Yeah, we're afraid of the backlash to say, "Yo, y'all are jerking us. Mm-hmm. Y'all are taking advantage of our kindness mm-hmm. and our and our. You know, what I'm saying like y'all are taking taking advantage of our willingness to help this cause because y'all ain't sacrificing either. Yeah, like I mean, what's wrong with donating a percentage?
1: Right. You know what I'm saying. The artists may not get their full, you know, whatever they usually get paid. Yeah. Like every artist, you know, this is our agreement, but. Donate ten percent, fifteen percent of whatever your right, your your pay is yes. to the cause. Yes. Okay, that's a completely different conversation. Yes. You know, but the fact that we're out there working and everybody else who's working is getting paid,
0: it's not fair. No. You know what I'm saying? It's not fair at all. Nah, bro. I hate that shit. And you see it all the time. People here will really exploit the charity things. Oh, yeah. We got the fundraiser for this. We got the fundraiser for the nonprofit. We got the fundraiser for this thing, this organization, this thing. And it's like all these people are getting paid, man. They got nice jobs. They work eight to five for this organization. Mm-hmm. they not volunteering no time. You know,
1: I never understood how profitable nonprofits actually were.
0: <sighs> they are super profitable. Dog. The name is an oxymoron. Oh, <sighs> dog. Come on, man. My wife, my wife works for a nonprofit. It's insulting. Yeah. Like how much money they make, like they just have to spend all the money by the end of the year. Right. So it's like if they end the year with 100 racks in the bank, they got to get rid of that shit mm-hmm. so they look like they took an L. Right like it's crazy as wild. yeah we were talking about it on twitter one time me and alaska and uh zilla and some other cats it's like nah bruh they got a sweet deal mm-hmm. like they're not fooling nobody man yeah. it's like yo i don't want to hear this shit because y'all are salaried right working for this non-profit yet hey let's break blueprint and not play him nothing mm-hmm. it's not fair no not so that's all. number seven yeah okay we'll take a break and we'll be right back right, right, right. what up everybody quick reminder Super Duty Tough Work hoodies, back in stock. We got smalls, back in stock. Medium, back in stock. Large, back in stock. Extra large, back in stock. 2XL, sold out already, my bad y'all. But yeah, every other size of the Super Duty Tough Work hoodie is back in stock and available at weightless.net. Go there, order yours, and support the movement. Rep the squad, back to the show. All right. We're back. hmm Super Duty, Tough Work podcast in the building talking about how performers get screwed over. We've been running them down. I hope y'all taking notes at home. Yeah. We're going to talk about number eight now. Number eight way performers get screwed over. And this is one that most don't even know. And this is no back end. Yeah, new cats don't even know
1: what. Like, I didn't really understand what back end was until my first tour with Idea. Yeah and when you know everything was being explained yeah. and it was like oh oh, <laughs> oh so if we break this threshold then we get we a get a, a percentage, percentage get of what okay oh I, I, I let me get my promotion on. <laughs> right <laughs>
2: there you go we get
1: some heads in the building it,
2: yeah yeah It's incentive yeah. It's incentive
0: man so like back end, for those who don't know is is a term used to describe Money you make after the show has broken even. Mm-hmm. So let's say um, I rent bar number one, mm-hmm. whatever the star bar, we'll call it. I rent the star bar. We got to show the star bar. All the costs to throw our show are three hundred bucks. Right. So whether that's uh, let's say they guarantee you whatever one hundred fifty bucks to mm-hmm. play, and they got one hundred fifty in costs, three hundred bucks are the total. Right. So what happens at 301 dollars. Well, people who don't do back-end don't see any of that money. Right. You get your 150 and you out. That's it. Yeah. That's okay if the show underperforms. Right. So, let's just say 30 people come out. Right. That's it. $10 Mm -hmm. a head, 300. They got their 150. You got you. Everyone's cool. Right. But let's just say 300 come out. Right. Okay. Mm. Now, if you didn't negotiate any back-end. Yeah, you lost (laughs) $2,700 lost, gone Uh in that promoter's pocket. That is the importance of back end. Having a back end deal allows you to be paid proportionally Mm -hmm. to the show's success. Right. And sometimes that's more important than the upfront money. Yeah. Like being in a position to get money when things go well. Right. You need that. I've had shows where I didn't have no guaranteed money, but I had a door split Yeah, and made a gang of money. Yeah, killer. Killer, like. Been a few times. Yeah, remember the first time we did Memphis? Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. we drove like eight hours yep. on a door split. Yep. Killed, Killed it. it. <laughs> Destroyed it. Destroyed it. Yep. Man, brothers made a lot of money that night Yeah. because we had negotiated a good back-end mm-hmm. percentage. We didn't have no guaranteed money. We were willing to take the risk up front mm-hmm. for reward in the back, if the show did well, and the show did great, mm. and so um, I had a situation like that in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Mm. Same thing, where where everybody's like, "Holy shit, we made what?" Because at the beginning of the night, I'm like, "Yeah, our deal is blah blah blah," but you know, if it goes well, we could be high. Yeah, man, it went great. Yeah, and uh, but had we not have negotiated what we did for the back end, we would not have saw any additional money when the show did well. Right. Um. So my recommendation to artists, like artists, get screwed over. By being overly concerned with the front end, yeah, you know, oh man, I just need my one fifty dog. After yeah. that, nope, yeah, it, it's, it's really being small minded. Yeah, very much so. Because to you, even if it's uh, you know five hundred bucks, yeah,
1: or t- yeah, if it's ten percent,
0: it you know what I'm saying, five yeah. percent, whatever, the back in whatever could be little, yeah, but as long as you get something, right? Because you don't know how that thing's gonna go. Mm-hmm. Um, some promoters, I mean, now we we can't add this caveat. Some promoters are not gonna do it if you don't have leverage exactly or history exactly you know or reputation for you or they think it could go either way they don't know so they might take a chance with you like you know what we'll just split it after three hundred dollars fifty percent to you fifty percent to me okay yeah cool now if you blow it out great yeah you know then they'll be like oh shit let's do business again Mm -hmm. you know and doing those deals is what allows you having a good back end percentage allows you to not focus on the, the front end but in doing so you reduce the risk for the promoter right and it incentivizes you
1: to promote yes to play a better show Mm -hmm. and if you you know if you do kill it and say you only get you know an extra hundred dollars or right the fact that you broke even and you made extra money the promoter will bring you back yes that's somewhere you can go play at again and you will probably get a better front-end deal yes coming in you
0: know than you did in the first place yes Yes, so important, man. So that's back in. Number eight. Okay, number nine. Way artists get screwed and performers get screwed over is too many performers. No more than three. Four (laughs) max. 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 Headliner plus three. Yeah, I think that's about all people can take. Max. Yeah. Too many promoters, I mean, too many performers, man. I know what people thinking. Mm. The more artists we put on this bill. The more people that come. It don't work like that. Hell no. In fact, I think it has the opposite effect. Very much so. Like if you think about the average ticket goers mentality, when they start looking at a flyer and they start seeing too many names, mm-hmm. every name they see is probably 30 minutes later they're going to show up to that show.
1: If it, ain't, if it ain't a freaking <laughs> festival. <laughs> right. Right. There should be no more than
0: four names. Right. On the and you flyer. can even kill it at a festival. You can put too many oh, names yeah. there too. Yep. So it's like, you know, you look at these festivals sometimes it's like, okay, well, yeah, there's 20 performers, but people are coming for the last four. Exactly. The last five mm-hmm. because there's so many names, and they're thinking, "Well, how long is it going to take to get through? Do 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 do, 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 do. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>, Calculate. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. I mean, yeah, 30 minutes for each one of those. I'll be there at 11. Mm-hmm. You know, headliner plays 11:30, and that's how you you signed up for a show that no one's going to come to. Yeah. Or at least not to see you. Right. It'll be packed when they play. The, the 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 financial problem with too many performers is that. You have zero leverage. None. You know? So bad. <laughs> like you can't demand money. Mm-hmm. You can't say I deserve. Mm-hmm. I normally get. Yeah. I'd like to have. You can't say none of that shit because if you're like one of twenty performers, mm-hmm. they can get rid of you today and get another dude to fill your spot tomorrow.
1: Or just not replace you because no. they already got too many anyway. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs>
0: like dude, we have we don't need you. Right. That actually helps the show to get rid of your ass. <laughs> right. We might stay on schedule now. <laughs> But yeah, too many performers—it's just bad. Like you, you reduce your chance. I mean, and even just think of it in terms of a, a competitive sense. Mm. The more people on stage, the more. Uh, difficult it is to establish yourself in the minds of those those fans. Yeah. So how are you going to get them then to uh, check out your Instagram, mm-hmm. go follow up, follow you on social media, look you up after the show, go buy a CD, T-shirt, you know, whatever, vinyl, something from you, go get your car. How are you going to get them to do that when there's so many artists doing the same thing you're doing? Yeah. You know, I, I'm a firm, really, like you're saying, three, four max. Yeah. When you get there, then you got like a sweet spot, just enough to keep the time filled, but not enough to piss people off Yeah, and get them tired of rap. Yeah, because I mean, especially if you don't have anything interesting
1: going on, if, if everybody's just stand up in front of the, you know, the crowd and rap to them, you know, what I'm saying you don't got no routines, you, you know, hit and play on the CD player or whatever, like. That shit gets tiring. Even yeah. with even with three or four. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like there has to be some dynamics in the show. I remember, you know, one of um when me and Carnage toured a few years ago, like one of our we brought somebody with us, so it mm-hmm. was three acts already. Yeah. So we would tell promoters, like, no more than one more opener if you want to opener at all. Cause we have our own opener. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of times it might be the promoter. You know yes. what I'm saying? Yes. That's the extra person. But A lot of times it's like, no, we have three acts. We don't need nobody else. We have an opener for a reason. You know what I'm saying? Because we want our show
0: to be tight. Yeah, but you know how it is. You show up with three. They got six waiting on you. Nah, bro. Like, already we already got like four cats and y'all three. And then you end up not playing till one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, half your fans leave. Yeah. Just came to see you because it's it's too late. Yeah, there's just not a lot of good that can come out of too many performers on the show. I've never. I'm trying to struggle. Like, what is the benefit of it? You know, I think it falls under the you know you hope you'll get exposure, mm-hmm. but I don't think that those situations are are good for opening at all.
1: And a lot of times, those are the pay to play
0: joints. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's why ten minutes, five hundred dollars. Yep, ten minutes. Yeah, uh, straight up. Yeah, when you do the math on the pay to play, let's say they get ten openers to pay five hundred bucks <laughs> for ten minutes. Dog, they've made all their money back without selling a single ticket, and then some. Yeah, off of off of just the people who are so thirsty to play. Mm -hmm. Like that's I can't that I would feel like shit if I was a part of that. Right? Like damn,
1: we jerking these, we stroking ah these motherfuckers get stroked.
0: I'm part of it, you know. So that's number nine. Mm -hmm. Last joint. This is this is probably the most important. I know. So many people (laughs) fucked themselves up. Go ahead, go ahead. ahead. Yeah, number nine, number ten way performers get screwed over is no merch say it again man no merch come on bro. no merch <laughs> come on where's your merch at what's the purpose you explain in front of people you have nothing for them to leave with no nothing physical nothing to sell you're too cool to sell anything I don't, I don't get it why Especially if you plan
1: playing for exposure. Yes. You What's what your saying? business model? What's your
0: business model? Or are you paying to play? Right. How are you going to make your money back? Thank you. Come on. That's why it doesn't make sense. If you're paying to play, you better have your merch game, right? Mm-hmm. If you're playing on bills with a bunch of performers, you better have your merch game, right? Because that is the only way you're going to make a dime. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know? Exactly. People, they sit there. They, 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 they basically shut off every other avenue of making money. Mm-hmm. And then they take a show, and then when it's time, they have to take these shitty shows, and you don't have way to make the money back. Yeah. You know, we we found that we can go on tours and make money because, in ways, a lot of artists can't because mm-hmm. we have our merch game. Yes, our merch game is not to be played with. Yes, you you go to the merch table. We got the baller ass spread. <laughs> I got the motherfucking vinyl right, <laughs> right there. Right, right. I'm hitting you with three books. Mm-hmm. I'm hitting you with at least four to eight CD titles. Mm-hmm. I got my email sign up. Yes, I'm gonna hit you with that. I got oh shirts you need apparel i'm gonna have two or three joints <laughs> right, right different color variations stickers, stickers you know yep. what i'm saying i got the whole baller ass spread just laid out <laughs> looking professional yeah because i know that i can't just count on show money mm-hmm. even though i get show money mm-hmm. there are artists who don't even get show money who won't do the merch which doesn't make any sense what's it, the reason what's the reason if you're not getting show money you have to be on your merch game yeah because that is a, that's what allows you to to make up for taking those chances with pay to play or playing on shows or playing too much. You got to get your merch for game right. No back in.
1: No you know back in. Yeah,
0: like <laughs> come on now. No, having merch helps offset
1: almost everything here.
0: Everything else,
1: you know, everything that makes you lose money, having merch
0: offsets. Yeah. So like, if you want to get your money right as an artist, and you're performing, and I don't want you complaining about what people ain't paying you. Mm-hmm. I want you to focus instead on. What am I doing to allow people to buy from me? Right. What am I selling mm-hmm. besides my image on stage? And follow me on Instagram, Peace. Yeah. You don't have to get done. Fuck that. No, go to the merch table. I got the killer spread over there. Yeah. You need something over there. Yeah. So, whatever. Let's let just let me get your email address. Something so you get something out of that transaction. We're doing it. Fools are getting nothing out of the shit. It never made it. Never
1: made any sense. I've been on tour with. I've been on tours with dudes yeah. where it's like. You don't got man,
0: nothing, nothing. Like you don't got like Such a star. nothing, No. Nah. And you don't know many dudes be starving out there. They be out there <sighs> thirsty, like damn man. I listen. feel guilty eating around them because man, They money be fucked up.
1: Dog, there's been there's been some situations where I had to leave. <laughs> you know what I'm saying just because I ain't wanna eat in front of cats you know what I'm saying like I had to go nah I'ma i I'm am I'm go I'ma go you know I'ma do this on my own you know what I'm yeah, saying on the low on you the gotta, low
0: yo I'll be back in a little the, bit uh, you know that Russell Westbrook mean when you on the bench <laughs> eating that sandwich yeah.
1: shit <laughs> this is you on tour yeah man I've had some situations where it's like yo bruh or you know you stop at the gas station you just go and get you some chips and the water you yeah, know what I mean
0: yeah. cats can't do it If uh, you in the back munching away <laughs> and they looking back like damn, all right. Damn. Money but they didn't bring no fucking merch ain't my fault right it's every man for himself how do you not have no way to eat what are you depending on Mm. I mean I would have more respect if you just put down a donation thing right uh, a jar or bucket or something say hey look man I don't got no merch but throw something in the hat right if you like the show yeah even street performers got the hat come on
1: Cat's be out here, out <laughs> sick. Yeah, I mean, and I think it's a new cat thing too. Yeah, like a lot of these new performers, cause streaming. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Motherfuckers don't press up CDs no more. Right. Who right. has a CD player? Like Psh, everybody a, has a fucking CD. Yeah. Like cars still come with CD players. Yeah. So I mean, I'm got be
0: What's up? Posters. Mm-hmm. Everybody got a wall. T-shirts. T-shirts. Everybody got a back. Mm-hmm. Like give them sell them a shirt. Sell them a fucking poster. It doesn't have to be a CD. Yeah. Like, I think people let the whole CD thing, you know, discourage them from doing merch in general. It's just an excuse. Yeah, something. No, man, you can do wristbands, headbands, fucking, you can do anything. You can do flash drives if you don't wanna press up the CD. Keychains, coffee mugs. Buttons. Buttons, pins. I did the lapel pins for my last record. Mm -hmm. Sold all of them. I only had like 50 that were left after the the promo item for the record, but they sold. Mm -hmm. So like, you don't have to do the same merch everyone else does. Right. You don't even have to press music, but you need merch. Right. Period. Yes sir. Or you need to put the hat down. That's it. Whatever. Yeah. Be a street performer with Or that quit. Shit. Like, <laughs> you what are you out there for? What you out there
1: for? Which one, you can rap. You can rap anytime. Yeah. Why are you wasting our time performing clout. and I can't even come up to the merch table and take something home? Yeah. If I did like you yeah, I'm going to forget it in two weeks because I don't got no fucking CD. That's a fact.
0: That's a fact. That's a fact. They click. They, what do they call it? Clout chasing. Clout chasing That's big with the youth now. Come on, man. They don't care about like uh, building a fan base. It's about that clout That's saying you were on stage saying you were on that show, even if you didn't use it to propel your career any further which is whack it is so that's it it's number 10 let me read them back how performers get screwed over number one pay to play number two not throwing their own shows number three playing for exposure as musab said expose me to some money number four play too often uh number five opening too much number six Making you apply. Number seven, fundraisers. Number eight. No back end. Number nine. Too many performers. And number ten, no merch. Mm. If you got problems getting paid, if you wondering why your shit ain't working, look at these items and get your shit tight. Mm-hmm. Um you know, we wish y'all the best. Let us know in the comments what y'all think about this. If you're on the SoundCloud, right. hit that heart, John. Mm-hmm. If you're on YouTube, hit that like, John. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And uh, if you're on uh, iTunes or whatever, you know, give us that four five-star thing, man. Yes, yes, yes. Hook your boys up with the, with the rating and the whole shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's it this week, and uh, we'll see y'all next week. Peace. Peace. Thank you for listening to Super Duty
2: Tough Work.